Welcome to episode 581 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockhards. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nick. Happy Tuesday. This week, we have uh, one new patron um, who I think has been here before, so we'll welcome him back. A little mm-hmm. bit of Leadcast news, patch 13.7, uh, and then we're going to go into probably the rank distribution discussion for our bi-weekly, uh, and then we have some uh, some pretty sad lcs news for some of us i suppose um then we'll go to roundtable in mail fight Eden, how was your last week good i played almost zero league um so pretty positive uh no I, i've still been taking my ranked hiatus i've definitely fully committed to the i'm gonna let both my accounts decay out of master here and i'm only gonna play aram uh-huh. with like my friends and wife and then i'm only gonna play normally with my friends and stuff um and then i'm going to in june hopefully climb back and i i've been enjoying it so far <laughs> it turns out oh yeah uh, i don't know i i i, ta- I put a release a little patron thing so i won't like people who are interested will be on our patreon just like a four minute like thing just me talking about it but very much i've realized that my enjoyment of rank comes from like actually playing and improving and you can't play and improve at this level of the game where you have to play a game a day and you don't actually want to play a game a day so you're playing games just to play rather than to like actually improve uh it just feels like i was the playing the best league i've ever played in my life when i played like 100 games in two weeks uh and that's not sustainable <laughs> as a as an adult uh so so i'm hoping that i can uh, maybe try again a little bit in july i think i set my goals as i want to end master share in solo queue and i think it would be really cool to end gm and flex because then I can mm. play games with my friends and like whoever's on, I can just play like whenever and it'd be fun, I think. So that's pretty cool. So I think it'd be fun if anyone else wants to join me on the, the GM journey. Uh, <laughs> feel free. It will in June. I'm going to start sometime in June. Yeah, it's, I mean, you only need to be like gold one in solo queue to get GM and flex. <laughs> I think so. it's only like 300 points is like the GM cutoff for flex oh, right now. That's not bad. Um, versus solo queue. Dude, by the end of season, solo queue with like the LP. It's going to be like 1,000. It's going to be 1,000. Yeah. Like that's, that's fucked. Going from like, hitting master like you're like holy shit cool i hit master the next thing is a thousand lp difference that's the equivalent of fucking like what gold two is it that they would be the no yeah they'd be two to masters yeah yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty insane um and i guess we can we'll address that later dude the fucking rank one player just hit two thousand lp on like i think on uh I think it's 2,000. Yeah, he hit fucking 2,000 LP. Dude, that's the equivalent of what? Silver 4? No, no. It's the equivalent of bronze 4 to master. <laughs> that's insane. No, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's bronze 4. Holy shit, that's crazy. I don't know. LP I don't, go Yeah, I'm not sure how you're supposed to sustain that as like a normal everyday human being. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about it, like uh, like ranked inflation, leaderboard. Does master tier really matter uh, in like a later section of the show? But uh, either yeah. way, uh, I've been enjoying Arams a lot other than I think it's like every game I get someone who's just like mean in Arams. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been recently less like bad players, which is annoying because like I feel like if you're a good player, you sh- definitely should have zero value in 
how an Aaron yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. Like I can kind of understand when you're fucking Timmy Two Shoes and you fucking uh, play ARM only, and you, you once played rank and you peaked bronze one, and now you only play ARMs because ranked is a sick area experience. I can kind of understand you being like, man, I that I really want to win this ARM. My fucking Akali missed her combo, so I'm gonna tell her that she should kill herself. <laughs> um, I can understand little Timmy wanting that, but fucking Jeremy, on the other hand, who fucking ended plat two or diamond three or whatever, you yeah. should have more value in your life. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, <laughs> hopefully those people live long and happy lives. Uh, outside of that, uh, what else did I, I, I finished uh, fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, I played through all of Ghostwire Tokyo, which is a fucking cool game. Uh, very, very cool game. Uh, I definitely nice. understand why people don't like it, but it, it, just worldwide, like world experience wise, like it, atmosphere is fucking crazy. <laughs> hmm. uh, and what what started, kind of game was it? It's, um, it's kind of like a uh, action role playing game. Um, but it's kind of like the whole idea is you're in Tokyo in like kind of a post-apocalyptic like thing and all the enemies are like uh Japanese folklore type enemies yeah that's it's, cool it's just really like the whole like environment is just so fucking cool that's awesome but yeah. uh anyways uh yeah I'm just playing through fucking the world ends with you now which is a fucking <laughs> the sequel to a fucking super old uh JRPG so <laughs> god that game's gonna be take me for a beat but I'm excited mm-hmm. Um, nice. But what about you, Colton? Yeah, uh, so I did not play a whole lot of ranked this week. Uh, I did play out my series, or maybe two series that were both lost. Um, my most recent one, that I think was like two days ago, was uh, really annoying because it was like one game won. Like I had had the first game already won, and then like I went to play uh, first game. We were like pretty handily ahead and then our ad carry like leaves but then just like walks around base for 10 minutes so he doesn't get Hmm. afk penalty um and we lose and he was like 15 and 8 when he chose to do this Uh. um and the weird thing is like nobody was flaming him they were flaming me and i don't i mean he just couldn't stand for that right yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no idea why he like chose to just dip the fuck out. <laughs> Colton just just on the like the I don't know why they were flaming me thing. Uh, I I I was ta- I was watching Nick's games a couple days ago, and dude, my favorite thing in the world is seeing one person see you make a misplay, and then you're public enemy number one for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching Nick's game, and he missed like a he missed some sort of ult. I don't know if you're playing. It was like a Sona ult or something, or a Bard ult, or I, I don't know what you fucking missed. Yeah, but, but your Samir watched you miss it. And dude, no matter what you do for the rest of the game, you are the fucking reason you lost the game. They are mad at you. Oh if yeah, you play, for sure. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then game, uh, the final game of the series, we had just like an absolute dog shit player of a jungler. Um, I was support. Our our Jarvin jungle got outganked early by uh, Exhaust Smite Karthus. Like Karthus had like three ganks before Jarvin had one. And they were just like constantly fighting us bottom, and we were winning hard. Our our AD carry ended the game seventeen and four. Jesus. Our top laner had like hundred and twenty CS lead, smashed top. Our mid laner was like even, and we still lost that game. Dang. Like it was obscene how free that should have been if our jungler was like in the game at all. Jungle's weak though. Jungle's weak. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, it was mainly just that we didn't have, like, any frontline to deal with, like, their Kled, Velkaz running at us, and then Karthus ult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, was, it was a very frustrating series to lose, because it was, like, 
all three games were very winnable and like should have been easily won. Um, But hey, I lost it. I'm at like 80 points. Um, I did a little community night where I tried to jump in before Aiden did his, but then he didn't do his at all because (laughs) because he did his. He has a weak little body and mind, and and he was not feeling well. I was feeling fine. Uh, (laughs) I just lied. Um, No, but I I was (laughs) one of those things where I was like, I didn't really feel like doing it because I was like kind of like just starting my like break from league, and I was like, fuck, I don't really feel like doing it, but I'll do it because I I like our community a lot. Um, But then Colton was like, hey, I'm doing one. I'm like, I feel like I don't have to fucking do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, weak little body and mind. Yeah. Um, So played some ARAMs, played some uh, customs. Uh, gave gave Drew the top lane treatment where he absolutely dunked me in lane every game, but then I just AFK split push until I could win the game. Mm, that's fun. The I most fun part. <laughs> yeah, the most fun <laughs> part about community games is when you go like 04 down three levels and then you just keep splitting until you win. Dude, that, it brings out a dark side of me. I was, we were playing in, uh, we had a fucking, uh, one of our listeners, Cheesy Double Beef. He, he plays Fiora 1 game and he fucking, he, he shits on me in lane, right? Uh, I fucking like played something goofy. He, he like kind of, he didn't shit on me, but like he, he won lane and then like just took over the game. And then he split pushed on Fiora, dude. I was saying some not very nice things. Uh, and then game <laughs> two, I, I didn't realize on the, he's on the enemy team again. Didn't ban Fiora, fucking locks Fiora. I'm like, I'm already tilted in a fucking community game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the the first game i played ap shaco the second game i played ergot and he was just like do you just only play cringe shit and I'm like yes in community yes games sir <laughs> um but and those, out of those... community games you little zillion picker yeah <laughs> um but overall that was, that was a pretty fun time uh, i've been playing a lot of slay the spire and uh legends of runeterra i've been playing some path of champions yeah on my phone a cool, um, listener messaged me i'm sure if they messaged you as well apparently there's on steam a path of exile like like a workshop mod where you can play like co-op path of not path of exile fuck slay the spire path. oh Ooh. that'd be fun to try though at some point yeah i'd be down to try you can like trade we... each other cards and shit i think mm-hmm. that'd be a, that'd be a fun day. if we can get it to where maybe we could try and plan like a little little stream day that'd be fun yeah um, but outside of that, uh, it was uh, really nice weather here. So we, we got outside, did some uh, some disc golf, got some sun on my on my pale gamer winter skin. Uh, so uh, it was uh, it was a good week, pretty busy overall. But uh, that is about it. Nick, what Hello. have you been up to? <clears throat> uh, I played a couple games of ranked. Um, not too much. I'm starting to feel sort of like Aiden. You are like a, a break would be Hot, really nice. attractive, muscular. No, none of those things. Um, I don't think I would. I don't think I'm gonna end up taking a break. Um, but I, I'm not really sure. Maybe I'll. I, I also don't know if like a game a day is sustainable. Um, at least the way that I want to play. Um, Just when you so get we'll to the see. point, Nick, where you like go fuck i have an hour of free time i guess i'll play a game because i need to yeah it, it, that's that's when you like fuck it, it hits you <laughs> yeah and like i don't i don't want to do that you know i don't want my my free time to be dictated by being forced to play a video game when there's no discernible difference between you know being diamond one right now and being masters so we'll uh we'll see i don't i don't know um I still think the game is like really fun to play. I think support mm-hmm. is like slipping into the more reactive play style being better than proactive again. 
Um, like unless you play something that's just OP like Thresh, uh, it feels better if you're playing like Milio or um, like Lulu or something like that. I think. So we'll we'll have to see. Um, but uh, otherwise, I got a PlayStation Five this week, mm. which has been super fun. I've just been playing. Um, I uh, it takes two with my girlfriend and um god of war the 2016 yeah 2016 version so uh making my way through that um it's crazy i bought it and then paid for the the playstation plus thing and then downloaded like 10 games instantly that would be i don't know like 600 dollars otherwise so pretty uh pretty pumped about that feels good um i think that's it so I guess we can get on with the show. Shout out to our newest patron, who I think has been here before, um, League Saint, aka Matt, aka Jock Lecoq Grande. Yeah, he uh, took uh, a like. He's, so it's funny that you're talking about burnout. He took a he sent an email like a couple months back where he's like, "Hey guys, I'm taking a, mm-hmm. a long break from League. I don't find it enjoyable. Uh, it's kind of led to like bad like aspects of my life that I don't enjoy. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. He, I, I, I talked to him a bunch on league. I've played a bunch of flex with him before. Um, and he finally came back. He's like, Hey, I feel like I took a long break. I feel really refreshed. I want to play some more league again. Um, and I'm like, that's awesome. And he, he sub signed up back up for the Patreon and stuff. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Maybe it'll be good for taking healthy around. breaks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, it didn't any league cast news. Uh, a little bit. Um, I guess the biggest thing is that um, Nick and I finished our U.GG reviews for pa- yeah. uh, our patrons. Um, I do just want to re-announce uh, that, hey, well, if you are a patron you're not getting your rewards, be sure to check out our patron page. We actually have, like, the top post is still a pinned message of, like, how you get it, how you can message us your name if your name isn't updated on our OP.GG sheet, how you can send us replay files if you're paying for replays. We're not going to hunt you down for these things, um, but we do want you to get, get your stuff that you're paying for. So uh, check mm-hmm. out that if you are a patron you're not getting your actual things. Nick and I are pretty fucking good about, like, if, like, it's it's been the month has passed already, but you didn't have your name updated, we just, like, go back and, like, do it for you. Obviously, we want, we want you guys to feel like you're getting value out yeah. of your stuff, but <laughs> just, uh, sure. we can't hunt everyone fucking down, so... Yeah, <laughs> if you change your account people. name, just let us know. <laughs> yeah, that's that happened to me this week, where I think um someone changed their account name and I wasn't able to, to find it, you know? Yeah. You didn't have anything else to go off of, so... It is, I, I try, man. I fucking go through, like, I, I like, whatever their name they sign up with, I check, uh, you know, OP.G's for that. I go to the Discord, find their Discord, check if their Discord <laughs> name is, like, their account name. I check if they have any linked accounts on their Discord. Like, yeah. I, I put in my effort, uh, but I can't do that for <laughs> For every single patron <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah cool um awesome i guess let's get into the new news then yeah yeah we've got a new patch patch 13.7 that we'll run through first up is alistair he's gonna be a little tankier his base health and armor are both increased good news yeah. uh any e cooldown increased shield value decreased shield's really good uh super good <laughs> The blurb for Aurelian Soul is so fucking funny. I'm sorry, not Aurelian Soul. Azir, dude, I'm broken. Uh, Azir is getting his base armor increased, his attack speed growth increases, passive duration and cast range increases, Q mana cost increased, stab range decreased, W damage increased, mana cost now decreased rank, new recommended skill order. And it just starts... 
please max w now <laughs> uh and it's just like it's a fucking big blurb and then the second uh paragraph is also starts with please max w now <laughs> and the third paragraph please max w now in summary please max w now um yeah they're trying to make it like just as it's way easier from the balance of the game for all elos when his w is his primary like max ability um mm-hmm. so they're just trying to force it to be the best uh ability to max yeah i mean otherwise he has like some of the most uh, like overbearing lane pressure in the game mm-hmm. with the amount of like poke and and constant poke he can, um, he can do. So I'm and, and not to mention that he scales insanely well. Yeah. So just, probably uh probably a good change. Just go all the fucking way and make his Q damage scale with points in W. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That'd be insane. Hmm. Nice. Uh, um, up next wait it's my turn graves Sorry. passive critical strike bonus increased our cooldown decreased early play graves and also build him crit like, apparently yeah, like much. higher elo players have already been skewing like to crit build out before like the patch they've already kind of dropped on brawl so this might just be a over buff but we'll see <laughs> yeah i mean shield bow bt are like super super good on him mm-hmm. i imagine so yeah shield bow bt even like shield bow collector or like mm-hmm. shield bow ldr mm-hmm. like He's he's got a lot of really good paths. He likes those items all. <laughs> yeah. For shield bow IE even. Like yeah. he pops the fuck off and he will <laughs> melt people. Uh Callista, attack damage growth increased, passive uh, ceremony duration decreased, and Callista is now forced to channel for the for that when she like binds her her partner. If you're if you're interested in how that works, you should go and listen to Freak's patch rundown of this. Um, he was talking about the scripting for this. It's like seven different things that happen in the background for her passive to work. It's like really, it's like giving the person because you're you have to give the person that you do like combine with a new passive right that like is the black spear passive mm-hmm. so like it like overwrites a bunch of their shit it's just a fucking mess of like huh. a bunch of things that happen he explains it really well it's fucking funny though <laughs> interesting is that why it takes eight seconds because it needs to apply all of that probably, probably actually yeah. I, yeah i was gonna say like it's it's so dumb that it takes even eight seconds like it should be two but maybe that's a hardware limitation <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's like five or six things that all like happen at like the same time. Like, <laughs> so it's cool. Um, next is Katarina. She's getting her AP ratios increased, her R base AD ratios decreased, and her attack speed scaling increased. Apparently, there's been some wacky PVE builds on her, yeah. like like Bork builds and stuff like that. Uh, any kind of like Yay. AD attack speed item or AP attack speed items are gross on her now. So, mm-hmm. not looking forward to this. I feel like uh, it's very much AP versus AD Twitch where. There's likely a like one good build, um, and I'm not a fan of uh, of that. Like, it, it doesn't feel like an option when one of them is just clearly better than the other. It is funny. Katarina is like the perfect like computer character, like balanced by a super computer character. Yeah. Where she she in theory can build. I don't know, probably the most mythics in the game. Probably like 10 mythics, I would say. Probably has like 30 good items on her. And dude, you can fucking calculate what her best build is and then that's the build you get. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like, I, I hate seeing like Divine Sunderer Katarina. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a lot of, uh, uh, what's the health stacking one? Heartsteel Katarina yeah. on, on ARAM. Like, obviously that's a, a different like beast, but it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's I, I feel like that, like she should be a squishy like ap mage because otherwise yeah. she like her her kid is not healthy if she's able to survive the cc that you hit her with yeah like that's 
that is one thing that I definitely feel like has become more prevalent in like the last maybe two years compared to earlier versions of League is like, oh, I'm an assassin who buys tank item and becomes super very annoying, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm going to go maybe Nasher's Tooth, Jack Show, Diana Jungle, or even like Nasher's Tooth, Jack Show, Katarina works just mm-hmm. fine. Um, and she's still 100 to zero as you, but you cannot damage her. Yeah does not feel good all right um next I, chain? I think so yeah Go i'm ahead. taking kha'zix he's my boy um yeah you Kha'Zix. play a lot of kha'zix q isolation range requirement decreased w slow decreased slow versus isolated targets is decreased ultimate buff duration is increased these are huge buffs overall. I just want to give context on them because I actually read up on it. Um, so the isolation range is fucking a huge change. 50 yeah, range, big. and that's crazy. And then people are like, oh, but he loses 20% slow on Void Spike and then, um, uh, sorry, 15% on uh, the upgraded version, right? Uh, is that a 15? Um, that's 15. 25. Oh, 25. Okay, cool. Um, no, I'm sorry. It is 15. You're right. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, Math is hard. Because is hard. the way that movement speed works, like you, it, it's reverse exponential like if you get slowed it will be like less of a slow the lower movement speed that you get uh, is the idea so the 20 percent slow uh, reduction like 60 to 40 is more like 60 to 50 sorry 60 to 50 i think is the equivalent um because hmm. before you wouldn't slow them as much as it actually says because of how movement speed works and the new one is like a 25 is more like tw- going down 25 to like 15 percent difference um so it's not, it's not as like harsh nerfs on the slows as you would uh, normally think just okay. based on how movement speed works. And I feel like the, the 50 range should more than make up for it. It's like, hey, upgrade your fucking spikes instead of upgrading W first, I imagine. Yeah, also fucking W is like a boring ability. So I think your spikes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Claw. Sorry. Sorry, um, I misspoke. Yeah. But it's probably good changes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, up next, we've got Lee Sin. Base attack Hell damage yeah. decreased. Base armor decreased. He's, At least the uh, nerfs are good for the are good for the game. Yeah. Hey, another character who needs to be nerfed <laughs> for, for the good of the game. Yeah, fucking dude, Olaf. He's getting his passive attack speed reduced early and his Q damage reduction. Sorry, Q's be uh, damage reduction. Damage is being reduced. Holy shit. Um, dude, these nerfs are fucking nothing. Holy shit, dude. Sixty percent like at level one to fifty percent at level one. Skill still scaling to hundred percent. Dude, it. It's 5% at level 9 difference. That's so small. That's insane. Um, yeah. And then his Q's getting, what, like, 5 damage off it at? 5, five yeah. flat damage. No adjustment for scaling. Which, no sure, adjustment. you throw maybe 4 in a fight or whatever. Let's just say you have a fight where you throw 4 through them. That's 20 damage, but let's do 20 damage. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ugh. Yeah. Just for fucking make it so his ultimate fucking goes away now. That's all I want. I, I would be fine as his ultimate being, like, a, a 5-second ability that... What if you even just like reset it with only Qs or something like that? Like, just anything that I fucking yeah. hate the idea of. That well, he's, why like uh, change that? Change it to like one and a half seconds or two seconds, right? Yeah. So it's still it still potentially can last forever, but there is like if you're able to put a wall down or you know kite away with with an Ezreal ability, you can you know cancel it at some just point. But like with, with two and a half seconds, so, crazy. Is so yeah, exactly. With ghosts, it's just yeah. so problematic. I feel like another way they could potentially do it, which I would be more okay with, um, would be like he selects a target and that target's the only one he can extend it on. 
Ooh. Mm, right, okay. where like it, it would be somewhat similar, somewhat similar to like Olaf of old, where you write you like you run and you kill one person during your immune to CC duration, and then you either like win the team fight or die. Um, but like, like he would have the option of like I'm gonna pick the tank, yeah, and then like have to alternate or like I'm gonna kill the AD carry and then I'm gonna run out of immune. Yeah, dude. Like I know, like obviously I'm like a little top lane sim, but like are you playing against a top lane where he just ghost alts you and you what what are your options? Your options are either kill him or or run faster than yeah. him away. Like <laughs> it's it's am so I mis- Am I mistaken in thinking that like he doesn't lose? Like he doesn't get squishier when he ults now. I think he does, but it's like way less. Is there? I, I think my understanding of it. No, I don't think that's the case I anymore. Thought, yeah, I thought he like he lost the bonus damage or whatever, mm-hmm. or he lost the resistances that his ult used to have. But he he like isn't squi- I I don't know. It, it feels like it's just so hard to kill him now. I mean, he doesn't lose it anymore. It's crazy. But he does just, he gain? Yeah, he gains does 10, he gain 20, 30, Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he's just like he's just way harder to kill yeah i don't know like it it, something needs to be done because it feels like if he gets to auto attack you one time like he kills probably two people minimum do you know that he gets movement speed from his ultimate (laughs) that's why yeah he runs fast only for the first second for the first second while facing a visible enemy he gets 20 percent, 45 percent, 70 percent bonus movement speed that is because he needs to be able to close on them because he he also gets tools with q and ghost (laughs) <laughs> what the cool. fuck is this ability cool <laughs> hey i love that it gets 10 percent bigger because it does literally nothing yeah make, oh. make champion size matter shots. make champion size matter rito games yeah <laughs> up next is ram is uh w armor scaling is decreased there's more ramus nerfs um sejuani passive damage cap against monsters is decreased q cooldown is increased r cooldown is increased that's uh i feel like pretty insane um because i think she's been very very strong for a long time so hey good for good for this <laughs> it's not probably not even worth what I'm saying but kennedy and i were just playing aram before huh? she goes i want to play aram all ram is all mid <laughs> <laughs> just as like a one-off thing but it's still still making me laugh <laughs> that's pretty funny dude, that'd be dude, give me that as a fucking april fool's day like you can only play all Ramasol mid on April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that I feel like would be a really good like there's a I don't know, like a ten percent yeah. chance everyone's just Ramus. I feel like they could do that, but with like seed it like five percent with any character, it starts with an R for like yeah. a particular team. So it's just like, oh, we happened to get all Ramus versus all Renekton. Oh, that'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> oh, like, we, we should be on the April Fools team. Riven yeah. versus all Although okay, Renata. I would like to to give credit where it's due, I think the hats this year was like a pretty cool um, idea. I, I I didn't get to play it, but it looked like it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I know I shouldn't get triggered at Reddit comments, dude, but it's so funny. <laughs> I was reading people like because they did like a "Hey, what do you guys think of this year?" and everyone's like, "Oh, the hats are amazing! Please bring back the hats. The hats were a great idea." And then someone's like, uh, "I really don't understand the April Fools thing. Like, I'm someone who only plays normal games. So um, <laughs> honestly, when you guys do stuff like this, it just makes me not want to play for a couple of days. So it kind of just ruins my League of Legends experience for like the three days. Um, and it's almost like." 
is it that big of a deal to like not play for a couple days or can you like play ranked like they're disabled and ranked and they're and some people she's like <laughs> some people have an anxiety when it comes to ranked so like normal <laughs> game is kind of the way that i enjoy myself so it feels like you're just taking away my hobby <laughs> just, <laughs> dude, fucking get a grip man. oh my gosh it's but not I like they changed the fucking games. game either they fucking made it goofy you're fucking <laughs> dude, holy shit i'm so mad <laughs> that's wild yeah i don't know anyway uh, the Viger changes are sick, actually. They make, they're making his Q scale with level, his W scale with level, and his E, VFX are adjusted, and his R now scales with level. So after, um, I guess you get the fourth point in all the abilities, they become, uh, or third, uh, I guess, third point for his R, they become the same as before, and then the fifth point makes them stronger than they were. Which, once again, for Lakey Viger, this is crazy, because he's a character that you, pretty well every game that goes past 30, you get over 1,000 AP. So, like, 10% on yeah. 1,000 AP is, is a good amount of damage, so... Yeah, um, and especially also with like the change to his passive last patch, where the the stacks give the stats more AP go, yeah. later. Like we're gonna we're gonna get into like fifteen hundred, two thousand AP Vigars in really late <laughs> games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, we did I, skip over Thresh though. Ooh, yeah, I just wanted to talk like a little bit more about Vigar. I feel like the W yeah. change is really good. I think it's super unhealthy that he is able to max E second, um, and that it's like extremely optimal to max it sec max it second because your w like previously did not scale like insanely well with levels because it scaled insanely well with stacks so i'm uh, a big fan of uh big fan of this change i think it's super good um yeah, yeah thresh he um his q cooldown uh refund when he hits a champion is going from three seconds to two seconds so a small little nerf for him Yep. Up next, we've got Vi. Her Q base damage is decreased. Her attack damage ratio is increased. Uh, e base damage decreased. AD ratio increased. And the AP ratio Whoa. increased. Uh, so basically, just her base damage is going down, but she scales better with AD. Uh, apparently, this is you know to curb her strength in pro-, pro play, where I think she's building much more tanky items um so again if you if you want to be able to kill somebody you actually have to build some ad um, yeah i think i think previously she was going like black cleaver straight into uh radiant virtue so probably a good change to force her on to um maybe sunderer cool um yeah. next is wukong's base attack damage is being reduced um his w cooldown is being adjusted and his e bonus attack speed is being reduced good too much wukong i don't know man i feel like this is a uh... Um, I feel like this is a big nothing change for a character who I feel like is super, super OP. I mean, the um, only actual like change here that matters is the two seconds on his W. Um, yeah, but he just built the, a decent amount cooldown. of haste, but we'll see. Yeah. I just think he, um, uses divine sender better than like any other meta champion right now. So it's really hard to play against mm-hmm. the character that's healing for, you know, 200 every, every time he's able to hit his Q. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think this will be more of an impact than you think with, like, losing 5% attack speed on E and 2 AD. Like, that that will significantly affect his, like, clear speed and dueling potential because you get so many auto attacks off as Wukong that, like, that 2 damage is, is gonna add up. I, um, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it's, like, a massive nerf, but... I, I just feel like the like five percent and two eighty is like such a small number that it like oh like over the grand scheme of things like if you get away with 
I don't know, like 50 health, like maybe it could have, like it could have killed you. Um, but like, I, I don't know if you attack a hundred times, what you get five more attacks. Like how, how quickly do you have to attack to, to reach a hundred over the course of a game? I, I feel like it's just like mm-hmm. not very much. And then, and then not to mention his team fighting, like once he unlocks his ultimate, it's just like E for the gap close Q R until your Q's back up. And, and then like do that again. And that doesn't matter very much. I feel like can, I, can I, I would have liked to see like heavier nerfs, I guess is my, uh, yeah, yeah. my, my want. Can I also quickly uh, jump back to thresh for a second? Do you see the carrier clip yeah. this week? Yes. Where you hit like four nasty he, hooks. In the a title row. is carrier lands four obscene hooks in nine seconds. <laughs> my favorite comment yeah. is someone's like, Oh, the Q chain, Q cooldown change is silly. Um, and then the next comment, if you're carrier, sure. No, it's just fucking stupid. It's just yeah. stupid. You shouldn't be able to hit your primary ability fucking four times in nine seconds. <laughs> what do you mean? Not, not yeah. one that's like a very hard CC as well. Oh my mm-hmm. god! If like, it's like if it's like Ezreal Q, I get it. You know? Yeah, but like there's there's a reason that Blitzcrank doesn't get any. Yeah, exactly. I was back. gonna go there. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Like if if anything, like there are other ways to reward that. Right. Where it's like you could give him the mana cost back. Or you could, like, give him a little shield or even, again, like, I think lowering the, the cooldown, you know, by less, like, they like what they did here is good. It's, yeah. It, it is kind of crazy for a hook champion, like, to be able to, right, like, hook nine times in four seconds, right? Like, any other hook character can hook one times in nine seconds. And it's just such a, like, um, like a game-changing ability, the way mm-hmm. that most abilities aren't. Mm-hmm. So. yeah and like he his is by far the most versatile mm-hmm. like the, yeah. the, the only close second i would say is nautilus because he can at least like get around the map and hit terrain to escape mm-hmm. but like you can do so much with thresh q between like choosing to follow choosing to pull like once or twice and then follow like jumping over walls or into like dragon and bird pits by hooking those like you can do so much with it 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 being on like a two second cooldown if you land it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my he's my go to ban right now. He's really good. Um, can I, I can I do the Yasuo one because I also want to talk about him after. Um, yeah. So sure. Yasuo, it, says, it just says Yasuo's shield is stronger at later levels. So that's that's one change, sure. But the other change is the fact that his fucking E is getting turbo buff from what I can tell. Because um, <laughs> first of all, most people don't know how fucking Yasuo E works. I didn't really know. Yeah, how yeah, yeah, so yeah. He dashes and it does magic damage, right? But when he dashes, he also becomes ghosted for two seconds, which means he can walk through minions for free, right? Um, and he generates a stack huh. of Ride the Wind for five seconds, which stacks up to before two times now four times that stack increases the damage of his e um by originally it was um 25 of e's base damage now it's mm-hmm. tw- uh, uh 15 to 25 percent of e's total damage which scales linear- linearly 1 through 18 the biggest change is it stacks four times which apparently it did a couple years ago but dude that means his 60 damage fucking ability uh base damage ability can stack for yeah dude it's crazy man like Dude, this ability's busted. Like, I, I know, like, back when it used to stack four times, like, Yasuo would, would always start E, and you'd E through, mm-hmm. like, four minions, then onto your, like, target for a shitload of damage level one. Yeah. Um, Dude, it's crazy. I didn't know it ghosted him. I didn't either, actually. That's uh, that's interesting. I guess it makes sense, because you're going through minions, so you're probably, it's probably clunky as fuck if it doesn't ghost you when you, like, yeah. E through a mini wave and shit. Um, but holy fuck, this, is cra- yeah. this ability's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine, like... 
you just fucking like e like max range into a wave and you're just like minion block and can't do anything <laughs> that's yeah, so funny you just die yeah yeah because <laughs> you're inside of four minions that's so funny um, i almost but, wish it worked that way yeah <laughs> um so i think right like though okay so up to 25 percent damage scaling up to four times so it can do double damage with four stacks at level 18 which i, I still don't think is like crazy damage like no, it, we're it, not gonna see it's like, just an early game that yeah, feels the, like kind of crazy and it's good they changed it to total damage because like the biggest thing is now it actually does damage late game because it does scale with ap but it also scales with ad um so like the late game when you have a bunch of ad and making it do an extra however much percent damage is like 100 percent extra damage is meaningful now before it like just never fucking mattered when you're doing 25 you're you're doing a 50 percent base damage increase you know what i mean before it would be max of 150 damage now if you have a ton of ap ad it might be like a 400 damage ability that's probably yeah. a little high maybe like 300 damage but still anyway hmm. they, they buffed yasuo so people are not happy either about yasuo getting buffs people hate <laughs> that, character, that character man yeah fuck that guy um <laughs> Uh, another character, which I don't know if it was buffed or nerfed, but I, I have a, a direction <laughs> I would like to see this character be. Uh, it's Zeri. Health growth decreased. Passive shield absorption decreased. RAD scaling decreased. Yeah. Nerfer. Nerfer into the ground. Yeah, good mm -hmm. nerfs. Um, cool. Uh, Death Dance is up next. We got some item changes. It's uh, losing some attack damage, gaining haste, losing a little bit of armor, and the recipe is going to um, not become the worst recipe in the entire fucking game. Not not look like you're outfitting yourself for a fucking journey <laughs> into the Minecraft dungeon with double pickaxe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double no pickaxe, matter, iron chain body. <laughs> no matter what you think about like get, losing attack damage for ability haste, man fucking getting that item path changed is a huge buff <laughs> yeah for sure it's so funny like i you know you see like double pickaxe i feel like i don't know there's one character maybe like like it's probably fine on kaisa because she wants the 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 checkpoints right the um the 100 checkpoints maybe on draven just because it's it's like cost efficient some someone did the math or whatever but you see it on your top laner building like double pickaxe and you're like oh god what's happening he's either building death dance or he's level four <laughs> yeah yeah he's cool. level four and the game is over <laughs> yeah um next is catalyst it's getting just a couple changes um mainly the thing is it's getting extra health um so so is abyss so is rod of ages but the sorry rod of ages and abyssal is um but the cost is being um wait yeah the cost of catalyst is being increased so it's a harder to buy like a first back item because it's going from 1100 gold to 1300 gold is the idea because um, it is a really fucking good first back item yeah it's it's insane it's uh it just gives you so much sustain in lane um, so good change. I saw a lot of people talking about how this isn't enough to nerf Rod of Ages. I think it's a huge change. The fucking, uh, like, it's very, Rod of Ages is like a very uh, momentum based item, right? If you get it like in a minute later, like, it's, it's kind of meaningful. So, like, if you don't get the right back to get Catalyst early enough, it fucks up your laning for like a little bit, which then makes your Rod of Ages later. I think people very much underestimate gold, uh, and combined costs and like path changes. Yeah, for sure. I, <laughs> I feel like you overestimated a little <laughs> bit. Um, but this is definitely a good change, like component changes where the component is, is super efficient and a really good spike, um, you know, is, is good. I mean, imagine if like, uh, I think a good example is like if lost chapter was 1400 instead of 1300, like there are times when that is just going to like 
ruin your lane because you have to stay for another another wave and then you die mm-hmm. you know because you overstayed and and suddenly like you know the the cost isn't worth the like worth you staying or uh or, or anything like that i definitely like, yeah. ever value it but i also think like everyone i fucking know in our discord doesn't i mean i, I think the general league community doesn't critically think about stuff like the biggest one recently was the um uh what's the attack speed ap item um Nashers. 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 Mm-hmm. The Nashers change where it costs 200 more gold, but it gives ability haste now or something like that. Yeah. The amount of conversations I had where people were like, oh, uh, I love ability haste. This is great. And it's just like, that's not the fucking point. The point is it costs 200 more gold and that like actually has a real like game effect. You know what I mean? That people just don't think of. People just go, yeah. oh, my character would like lower cooldown. Yeah. Every character would like lower cooldown. You know what I mean? Spoken, <laughs> spoken like somebody who doesn't get 14 CS per minute. Yeah, exactly. Realize that 200 gold is one wave. Yeah, for, dude. Uh, <laughs> 200 gold, man, is like seven minutes of my game time. So. True. Yeah. That's the only reason you're so obsessed with gold costs is you're like, fuck. Maybe. Maybe actually, it's gonna that take me five minion waves to get two hundred gold. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like super undervalued. I definitely overvalued. I know that for a fact, but like I, I think fucking no one critically thinks about like stuff like that. Yeah, there's definitely some like middle ground where like people see like gold changes, and I think there was oh god, there was an item that I was like super excited about that I don't think anyone. Maybe it was like old Sunfire versus like Iceborne Gauntlet. Where I was like, yeah, it's just four hundred more, right, for for the for the new Sunfire, and it's like a, such a huge spike. But yeah, it's four hundred gold more that you could, you know, it's an entire ruby crystal extra that you're just like sitting on while you're waiting for your item to proc. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, as it's, well as like yeah. the 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 level where things can go really poorly really quickly because of a, a breakpoint like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you show up to the team fight with like you know your mythic and the the opponent is 300 gold off their mythic and then you like let's say you get the dragon and you win the team fight because of that it's like oh wait right like now we just you know lost dragon we lost like 300 gold maybe a tower plate like that that can snowball really quickly Mm -hmm. or if you're like top lane let's say it's like okay they get the 1v1 they dump two waves they get a plate now that 200 gold deficit became like a 500 gold deficit. Yeah, it's really interesting because there is a there is a breakpoint, right? Where yeah. like if an item's 10,000 gold, but you instantly win the game, like then obviously the the like it's it's super good. But I, I don't know if it's at this point. <laughs> the most tangential like uh, version of this ever in League of Legends, which I, I think a lot of people in our community would have at least played for, but maybe didn't play at the level where it mattered, was like old Victor with the um, rod upgrades. Oh, God, uh, yeah. First rod upgrade for Victor. So the way it used to work now, he gets stacks and can upgrade his abilities. Before, you'd have to buy rod upgrades, which is an item in his slot. And the first upgrade was 1,300 gold. And when you got this item, it would allow you to upgrade your laser so then you can wave clear better, right? Um, but it's 1,300 gold has no components at uh, the very beginning, at least. I don't know if it had components mm-hmm. by the end. Um, no, the component no. was the previous yeah. like, rods that you would purchase. So so the, at higher ELOs, Victor doesn't want any other fucking items other than to back and buy this item because it's his best first item he needs to laser. Um, yeah. So your whole goal as a mid laner is make this character back before 1300 gold so he has a fucking off recall because he, he backs and then does he buy boots? Does he buy an amp tome? He just sets himself back 300 or 435 uh, gold for him from his actual item he wants to buy and it's like super mm-hmm. awkward. So like your whole game at like, higher ELO is make this character back before 1300 gold because you fuck his entire build path yeah i think this was like right it also existed right when i could be speaking out of my ass but i feel like it existed right when lost chapter was first introduced too so then you had the like 
okay, do I want to back for lost chapter or do I want to back to, you know, upgrade my, my laser, which is core to my gameplay. Yeah. It, it was, it also, I don't know if it was exactly the same time, but even like for lost chapter users, right? Like if, if you fight a level four and go back and it's like, okay, they can get an amp tome. You now have to choose like whether or not to fuck over your path and like yeah. you fight again, right? They can get another component. You have yeah. to keep choosing. Uh, one thing I did want to say about this, right, is like it's bringing it more in line with mythic components as a whole, right? At, at thirteen hundred, where if you look at like the eighty carry mythics, right, you've got Noon Quiver. Um, for a lot of like popular junglers, you right, that are going Gore Drinker, the the Spike Whip or whatever the fuck it's called is twelve hundred. Yeah. Top lane for Agus, Top- yeah. It, yeah, which like I think is a, is a garbage mythic component. Yeah. I think it's so bad, uh, but it, it's like it's the one for for tanks, I guess. Um, and There's then, a Cassante like, builder. You build build two of them. Oh, cool, oh, cool, cool, fun. I love that. I, um, you know, it, it doesn't go in, entirely throughout, right? Where it's like you also have any of the Sheen mythics, where it's like okay, your your component is seven hundred, and then you have like two other good components on their own um but you know i i I like that you know the idea of most mythic items build out of like a a unique or semi-unique mythic component that's right there around that like 12 1300 gold mark yeah i do too that's that's good um and then that even also you know fits with like some other stuff like getting the the cinder cloak that's like a thousand um or you know if your character who wants to rush boots that's also like a thousand gold mm-hmm. i would i don't know if our like i would love if our listeners could like let us know if they're interested at all i would love to have a long-form discussion about stuff like um because i've been thinking about this a lot i think it's just maybe too nerdy for an actual podcast discussion of like how would you balance boots around the idea of them all costing the same amount oh interesting and do you okay. think that would be an interesting concept right because i think it's super interesting that like sork shoes merc treads um tad steel caps are all expensive and then you have like cheap boots like uh swifties uh are i guess the cheapest then lucidity then mobies um and i I, w- I would love to see how you'd balance them around the same price or is it good to have them at different price points so that you can't have mage supports building sork shoes as easily um i think that's such a fucking interesting discussion on like game design balance <laughs> Hmm. Actually, Aiden, the cheapest boots are the ones you get from free because you went to magic that tree. Magic footsies. Magic shoes. Magic yeah. footsies are what, what my fighting game uh, name. <laughs> <This is your laughs> That's a really good uh, fighting game name. <laughs> I only uh, play Doctor Doom. Yeah, so uh, one other item change, Gravis Wound Items. Um, so I'll just, I'm just going to read the flavor text. We felt it was counterintuitive that these items did not apply their unique effects to damage shielded enemies as this is con- inconsistent with other uh, on damage effects such as the andres uh, so items that apply grievous wounds and damage on damage dealt to the target will now apply it even if the damage you dealt was completely nullified by a shield so pr- before oh, cool. if you didn't break their shield at, and were just dealing damage to shields they didn't get it because you didn't hit their health bar uh, that's really dumb so they fixed that Good change, good change. Um, some ARAM adjustments. Look at those if you want. Uh, Clash is going to be this weekend. The Targon Cup, pretty exciting. Um, what else do we have? Off-screen pings are going to be, um, I guess, changed. If There's you're some near that them, be... they will pop up on your screen. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, and then enemy missing is going to be global, though. That's cool. 
Um, some behavioral system changes. What else? Uh, and the big changes that haven't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, the competitive stuff? Yeah. The, okay, cool. Do you want to talk about those? Yeah, we can talk about it really quick. So the biggest thing is that... Um, uh, starting on April 7th um, in ranked and flex queues, rank solo and flex, rank flex queues, uh, four to five of your team members uh, must agree for a vote to pass is now available at 20, sorry, now available at 15 minutes rather than 20 minutes and early surrenders or early unanimous surrenders are no longer required. So at 15 minutes, you can four to five surrender. Um, kind of the idea I think behind this is the idea that if four to five people don't want to fucking play the game, even if it's winnable, dude, uh, <laughs> you're yeah. holding four people in a game that nerf to nerf to Colton, nerf to Colton surrenders. Yeah, people <laughs> people are not very happy about this because they're like, I just fucking won a game this week where I held out and we yeah. then won, and it's like, yeah, it does suck. But like, I also think it's a video game at the end of the day, and if four to five people in the game don't want to play it, um, it's probably fine to have mm-hmm. this in the game. Um, and then the only other change is that they're currently testing an experiment, um for like autofill where they remove autofill from the game and you queue up for your primary and secondary role if your primary role is a priority role meaning like hey we're in need of supports right now um so if you queue support you won't have to pick a secondary role you will get your support if you don't pick a prime uh sorry a priority role as your main role your secondary role has to be a priority role and that the trade-off is there is no autofill now so meaning um, I queue top lane and then I want to play my secondary. If top lane isn't a priority role when I queue it, it will make me queue, say, support or jungle or whatever role currently is in need as my secondary role. Um, so it's kind of like, it's like pseudo autofill, where autofill's in the game because it will make you play your other role if it's in need, but you're, you know what roles you're going to play no matter what. You're not going into the game. Yeah, you will top only ever get and, one of those two. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, just you, you might either, ha- You either pick one role that is a priority or you pick two roles one of which is priority yeah yeah good change it's it's, it's a fucking great change yeah Mm -hmm. um one other thing uh i would i i i was very confused when they said four out of five or 70 percent because the math's not math in um but i I imagine that's because they 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 put the 70 percent threshold so that if somebody leaves three out of four also works um Mm -hmm. but it's also weird that if two people leave and then two out of three wouldn't work but I guess there's oh, yeah, a weird. very low chance that if you have <laughs> three people in the game only, that they're not going to vote yes. It as someone who doesn't surrender most of the time, like let me queue up for a queue that doesn't have surrender enabled. Like I'll open if everyone wants to fucking open, but just like get surrender votes out of my fucking games, man. Like bot lane gets one death, but is up ten CS. Oh ff vote. Fuck you. Uninstall yeah it's it's so fucking common people are like game's over on un- unplayable ff15 like you, you use whatever app you have to look at the gold score it's like we're down 500 hear me out everyone for every rank season gets a one time and that's their one time <laughs> that they're allowed to insta surrender the game but anyone else on your team can use their one time to cancel your insta surrender oh good 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 i like that that's good do you better better idea Every time you put up a surrender vote or vote yes, you lose one LP. <laughs> do you do you guys actually feel like you would sit in a longer queue to avoid um, like autofill and like, I mean just for the sake of argument, like a queue that removed surrender? Like do you, uh, like what is the what is the like upper limit of sur- like uh, queue time that you would that you would want for this? 
I mean, so yes, I would. The issue is not so much the time because I mean, okay. So <laughs> there's two ways to think of this. One is the fact that yes, I think most players would sit in a longer queue, but the way that queue systems work is they expand your range that you're looking for. So you'd have to limit that, right? Like you'd have to make yeah, it so like yeah, yeah. You, you limit it within like a 1000 LP range or not 1000 LP, like maybe 500 or 300 LP or 300 MR in both directions, right? Which means the whole point of the queue system is at, at some point you're already at your max queue and you're just literally waiting for enough people to queue up, which then leads into like tons of issues with like match fixing and stuff. Because once you're past say five minutes and you're already at that like maximum MMR spread for the search, you can just have any friend that you know that's in that MMR range queue up and then they immediately get into your lobby because they're in that MMR range that you're queuing for. That's the issue, like, technically on the back end of it. Um, yeah. But, like, I mean, in theory, but, like, in this perfect fairy world, I would love to sit yeah. 10 minutes to have everyone in my game to get a the right role, right? Is 10 minutes, like, the, the, the max? Probably, yeah. I mean, I already get seven-minute queues, too, so I don't know how possible it is. Okay, because I, I, I feel yeah. like there are a lot of people who have said, like, I would wait, you know, 20, 30 minutes to, like, to get to get my role guaranteed. And I feel like that, like, it's really easy to say that now, and then it's really hard to want that when, like, oh, I, I have, you know, two hours that I'm going to play. Oh, I got to play a game. Because the game went long and the mm-hmm. queue went long and, and like, I don't know. I, I feel like there are some very optimistic people about like, oh, this would fix everything for me. Like the, the, my match quality would be so high that my queue times would be good. When in reality, like, I don't necessarily think a lot of things change. Um, like obviously some autofills like ruin the game, but I think like for the most part, your, your game quality is going to be just about where it is. Like even with mm-hmm. autofill removed. Yeah. I, Again, I, it would be nice. I, I would probably deal with my queue times being a little bit longer. I, I probably, if like queue times are going to be longer than ten minutes, I probably just don't want to play. I feel like the easiest way to fix that pro that problem is like do what every other game has done and give me something to do while I'm queuing. Yeah. Like if I can play practice tool or if I can play like bots or even like if I can play TFT while I'm like queuing, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. wouldn't, like you wouldn't want it to, to allow you to do like ranked TFT, but it's like, yeah, if I want to play like TFT and then just like the, if I get into a game, okay, cool. FF kick me out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down. Cause like yeah. I was there terror, like the PVE mode on the side. Yeah. Right. Like if you give me something else I can do, as well as the fact that like not only can i not do anything else but i also have to be there to push accept within like you know 10 seconds (laughs) like dan and i tried to play the other night we tried to play flex and i think we were in queue for about 35 minutes to play one game and was just like yeah we're not we're not doing that Uh, yeah and i guess like i guess like that would be my fear is that games like would like i i also think 10 minutes would probably be the like very upper limit that i would be willing to like wait for because then yeah like why like why am i even bothering playing a game you know it's just like like and this is disregarding all the fact of like all the shenanigans that you can do with like abusing mr systems and matchmaking systems mm-hmm. like this yeah. like uh, like I, I played high elo through v3 in season like seven six sort of thing and I didn't get this degenerate, but I know like Trevor, like when he would queue with like, he played with like Yamakaze's like 3v3 team. Uh, he's like mm-hmm. the talent one trick guy. And once you're like in Ma- Grandmaster, like challenger 3v3, what you do um, is you fucking queue up at 2am in the morning when no one's on and you queue for 
an hour is where you start getting into like you can match with plat teams and stuff like that um mm-hmm. and you have every other challenger team added and if any of the other challenger team queue up you don't accept queue but as soon as a queue pops and none of the other challenger teams are on you know you're playing against a just so, so, any, literally anyone right so you fucking yeah. queue for two hours to get into one game and then win it in 15 minutes and then you pl- queue for another two hours and it's like that's the mmr like whack shit that can happen when you start adding like a ton of stipulations to stuff right yeah and, that, and that's like just for the sake of argument i was curious yeah, yeah. but yeah hmm. um okay so i think that's about it uh there's some other stuff that you can read um we've got kibblehead cled in wolf and lamb kindred Kittily and Shiba Yumi. So those are cool skins, I guess. The Kittily's a good name. Looks fucking cursed. <laughs> it looks weird. She's long um, legs. Holy shit. <laughs> cool. That was the patch. Uh, let's talk about rank distribution. Yeah, it's just a brief conversation. I don't think it needs to be super long. It's just like yeah. so. There's been a ton of discussion on mostly Twitter and then a little bit on Reddit today about um, how master tier doesn't matter anymore because the rank distribution compared now compared to other seasons isn't the same right um the most cited example is season seven um master tier distribution wise is the equivalent sorry master tier today uh zero lp is the equivalent distribution wise as d4 in season seven (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um and so here's here's the thing we can talk about it in two ways i do want to get the main thing about uh, out of the way is I feel like the main reason why I see this on Twitter, at least most of the, time, the Reddit threads that I've read haven't been as like weird about it, I think. But the Twitter threads have been almost like creating these false people who don't exist and arguing against them type thing. Um, almost mm-hmm. like, man, fucking these master tier players, man. They keep fucking comparing it to like master <laughs> in season six. Um, and like in master in season six is way fucking harder than master now. Like not obviously including like, players getting better and stuff like that but like distribution yeah. wise it's like i don't think these people exist man i don't know what fucking players that you're talking about that think their master tier is the equivalent of master tier um six years ago right the game's fucking changed in six years it's just like it just feels like most of the arguments are in such bad faith of like i i, I need to protect my achievements um you guys are all trash and i need to put myself above it's just people put, have way too much value in the rank is like i think the main thing and people like to defend their things that they're very passionate about um and i think mm-hmm. that's where most of these arguments come from uh which is super weird because i i think any of us can look at it and go yeah the best way to actually measure your uh improvement over the years is by percentile right that makes sense because if the game fucking died tomorrow fucking uh riot games got taken to the underworld and only 10 percent of the player base can now play league you probably wouldn't compare yourself the same that you did last season right if like 90 yeah. percent of the player mm-hmm. base didn't exist so using percentile is the best way to compare yourself a season to season everyone fucking understands that <laughs> um it just yeah. feels like all the arguments against it are like man fucking these guys think they're good but back in season seven they would have been only been d4 and it's like <laughs> dude, no one's fucking arguing this yeah I, I think that there there's like a level of like a lot of people are like okay i'm like a master player this season i am a master player like and and get some kind of ego from that and and i don't think that a lot of people like think about how the distribution has changed and so they're obviously not saying like i'm as good as a master player from four years ago but they also like it's weird i i noticed this a few weeks back when i was like looking at our profiles and i was like oh like i'm you know d1 100 points in series and i'm like ladder rank nine thousand. Like, I remember when I was, like, master zero points last season, I was, like, top 3,000. 
um, right? Like in, in very yeah. different percentile, right? Like I'm, I'm top 2.3% of players at D174 LP, whereas before I feel like I would be sub 1%. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's like really odd to see. Um, and they're definitely right. Like master tier is getting bigger and the LP to get to GM and challenger are going up and up, especially with the recent changes. And like, I don't really think it's a problem at all. Right. Cause like you can just easily measure by percentile or by like physical ladder rank. If you're at that upper level, mm-hmm. if, if it really is an issue, like, okay, riot can make adjustments to the LP system and they can, make adjustments to the ranked distribution to start pushing people down. I, and, I don't know, but I don't think it's really necessary. It, it, and also, like, so Colton, you uh, you physically experienced this. Back before there was Master Tier, there was only D1, then Challenger, right? And so, the, oh, first of all, let's explain. The reason why Master Tier is becoming more and more inflated is because with a rank system with numbers of spots, meaning Challenger and then uh, Grandmaster. Challengers, there's 300 spots. Grandmaster, there's 700 spots for a total of 1,000, I believe is how it works. Um, these tier directly under those will always fill up because you have an artificial number of spots at the top meaning the next highest tier where everyone climbs to will slowly 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 fill up unless you have a system that pushes people back down right um meaning if let's just say they they introduced emerald tier right like they have in in, uh wild rift and they put it between platinum and diamond right this doesn't mean like in the short term it might help the distribution a little bit but still people will start piling up at the rank right below where there are number of spots right because number of spots Mm -hmm. will always be filled um my solution is you probably just make those number of spots bigger you make it so there's probably challenger grandmaster um so challengers like 300 grandmasters like 700 or whatever and then masters like i don't know a a couple thousand like five thousand or something crazy um and then you have diamond be like also a huge pool. You have a fucking big pool of diamond is any player who gets above platinum and it's just an LP system that gets you to master deer or something big, right? Where you still will eventually have the problem where everyone starts piling up in platinum one, but it is a more delayed problem because you have such a big pool of number yeah. slots, right? Um, the bigger pool of number slots, the longer it takes for people to pile up. The biggest issue I'm fucking confused about here is that this doesn't change the rank system at all. People are like, man, it's so fucking shitty, man, because like I have all these fucking people who would have been D4 in Season 7 uh, in my fucking Master Tier games because they're, they're so inflated now. No, that's not how it works. The points, the hidden MR doesn't take into account your, your, mm-hmm. your it's shown like You're playing like a D4 player then. They, they, they the just case. made that change, right? It, yeah, they <laughs> just made that change. Like, mm-hmm. these players that you are saying that are like they uh, okay the reality is like there isn't enough players in na and that if you're a challenger you sometimes can get like master players in your games which is shitty because there just isn't enough players this wouldn't change if everyone is just a number man the everyone would still be in the exact same spot no one's like inflated <laughs> because of the rank yeah right like it, it's people who are like okay th- this player would be d4 if we were talking about season seven it's like mm-hmm. cool then why aren't you 500 lp right now why are you yeah. the same rank as them mm-hmm. because you're playing at the same level as them yeah. Like that's just, and it, like, it, it, there definitely could be like you know systems to push people down out of masters faster or make it harder. Um, they feel really really shitty again, like you had alluded to. Uh, clamping, season yeah. three clamping, yeah, right. So I think that there even was master tier, but I think it was just like master and challenger, um, and like master was a fixed number of slots. And it, it was literally plus three for a win, minus 15 for a loss. Like, you you could not climb 
unless you had like an 80% win rate at that point, or unless you had like obscene MMR. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at like diamond one, 45 LP, I was like rank ladder rank 1500 or so. Um, Because like, that's how hard it was to actually like keep moving. In like the, um, the, the right, whereas now I'm in... D1, 75 points, ladder, ladder rank 9,000. Yeah, the way to explain it in Lanham's terms is Colton was rank 1,500, and you had to get to rank, was Challenger only like 50 at that time, I think? Challenger opened I at think 50. I think so, um, yeah. So in theory, Colton, to get to the next tier, has to climb, assuming there isn't Master, I think there wasn't Master in the very first season, but Master's had in the second season, but let's just say the first season, Colton would have had to climb from his D1 to 70 LP to Master, sorry, to Challenger 0. He would have had to climb the equivalent of 1450 slots, like 14,000, sorry, 1450 slots in 30 LP, which is why you're getting plus 3, minus 15, is because you have 14, uh, 1450 other people who are also trying to climb that same uh 30 lp range to get into a limited slot of 50 people it's like it's what a shit system man like it's so crazy yeah i i don't know i um spoke about this on the discord and like you would expect the game as it gets older for the player base to get better at the game i think that's a pretty fair like comparison um at least in terms of like ranked distribution um so and, and then if you expect like every single master player just for the sake of argument to get back to master the the very next year, like it's only going to always expand, right? It's never going to, to just sit at the same, you know, 1500 players or 2000 players or whatever. Um, and if someone who is like newly masters, there's a, like truthfully no difference between someone who now with the LP changes or with the, the skin like changes, there's no difference between someone who is hard stuck 50% win rate, you know, iron two, but gets the skin and me, right? Aside from a, a like a chroma for the for the skin at the end of the yeah. year. Like it's it's just it like it just doesn't do anything. Like you're not good enough to be a pro player unless you're realistically probably like high grandmaster, low challenger minimum, right? But, and I, I don't know, it just seems weird to like gatekeep this rank just because more people are achieving it. It's just so like, dude, the Twitter threads are so like degenerate though, man. Like I'm so glad the Reddit thread, I, th- I think there's just like a lot more people who are younger and maybe like a little bit more tied to their rank as like a, I, mean, yeah. it, I think Broken by Concept actually explained it pretty well, like recently where they talked about like younger people who have less, this isn't a dig if you're like younger, by the way, um, you have less life experiences, right? You maybe don't have like a significant other. You maybe your job, you don't have like a career that you're looking forward to. You maybe don't have hobbies and stuff like that. Your gaming that you're very good at, you're very good at League of Legends, you're very good at games, is probably one of your main achievements and something that you want to hold on to. Therefore, you value it very high. But like, man, does that ever create this weird like online toxicity where like, man, I fucking laugh whenever I see someone post about their master tier, like a uh, uh, promotion, like, like it's honestly embarrassing if you're impressed by it. Like it is it's so, it's so weird. It's, like it's in every I'm, single one of those profiles I go to them, it's like 16 year old challenger jungle mate. And it's, <laughs> it's just, it's uh-huh. always like younger people who I think just, they have a lot, 
maybe not too much value. I think I think it's fine to put value in League of Legends, but in my opinion, they just haven't found other things to put value in. Therefore, League of Legends is probably the most valuable thing for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that it 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 like it's not just League and not just video games. I think again, like you're saying, young people in general generally don't have a ton of like varied accomplishments or like long-term like collection of skills that they're like building towards and, and have this achievement right where it's like there's a ton of people who are right like when they're in high school or middle school it's like i play football football is my everything like i won football trophy i'm a good person i am a valuable person and then like you go on and you live your life and you realize like yeah that was good that was cool but like just because i won a football trophy doesn't mean like i am any more or less valuable as a human being it, it doesn't really matter um like it, it, again it, it it's good to put value in things and to like try and work hard and achieve in things that you like but it, again at the end of the day like it doesn't really matter if you're master or grandmaster or challenger or rank one like uh, unless you're gonna make a career out of this it, it's just number on a screen i um, it just it's just super cringe to diminish the accomplishments of others because of some like arbitrary metric yeah. that you decided was important. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do who, think who fucking cares if you're rank one, the best player to ever live and you're shitting on like little Timmy for hitting plat for the first time. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's so cringe, man. I, I think the biggest thing is, is more so just like the fact that it, it jumped so fast this season. Like, I think it, it's been trending up, but like even let's say last season, right? Like, Last season, I peaked at, like, 160 LP. That's ladder rank 2,400. Uh, right now, Aiden at, like, 230 LP, ladder rank 2,700. Like, again, does it really mm-hmm. matter? No. Just, it's, like, it's a, it's more about percentile, but it's... It, 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 people get upset because in order for them to get master, I had to be top, like, half percent of players. But you got masters being top 2%. And it's, yeah. like, again, like you said, like, it's, like, just stop trying to diminish others like if you are that good and you want to be that good great keep playing get get grandmaster and then gatekeep them for that yeah and that's know. what those players do like yeah like oh my god fucking low master piss low. <laughs> uh, right i mean it doesn't matter everyone everywhere. everyone's piss low until you're fake rank one and then you're not playing and even the right then, server. yeah if you yeah. if you haven't if you haven't won at least four world champions world championships you're bad at the game True, even, if when you, even when you haven't won like a bunch of world champions you're bad at the game dude <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking poor yeah, bengi's not even good bengi's not even good at the game he only I mean, has three world titles <laughs> how, how how quickly did we see um Kiyosu get shit on oh, him right. <laughs> like the moment uh i feel like uh drx won worlds last year <laughs> fucking it bird. was instant it was instant the hate carried. that he got he, got he got is carried. he is currently the world champion like with the the longest like He's on TV the, raising the trophy, and there's people on the Discord <laughs> being like, "Man, dude, dude played like shit, man. Feels like they better sucks like it. shit." <laughs> and like, okay, I understand. Like, you can have that sentiment, but he is currently lifting the champion, like the championship. I'm like, watching it come on, on TV. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, I just watched him beat the best team in the world, like mm-hmm. by every metric. Okay, maybe we can maybe we can like swallow our our <laughs> hatred for success for a little bit. <laughs> it's so funny, actually. Either <laughs> way, I'm just trying to say, just like be more proud of other people's accomplishments. At the end of the day, like it, they, Riot could introduce tomorrow. Hey, we've decided we're gonna get rid of ranks. Everyone is challenger. Every single player on the server, as soon as you play your first rank game, you're placed in challenger, and 
your rank games wouldn't change, my friends. You would still be playing yep. against the same people because it's only the hidden fucking MMR system that matters, dude. The yeah, hidden MMR system right? rules our lives, and we're mm-hmm. all just fucking here for the ride. Yeah, just make it all make it all one number, or you know, fine. Give us give us between diamond one and master. Give us emerald tier, so there's 400 more LP to climb through before you get master, and then and then no, you emerald get tier is between out. plat and diamond, and my sister's oh. emerald tier. My yeah, bad, my bad. In, uh, in Wildrift, she's good. So am I. Yeah, but you're, you're yeah, but you've been playing MOBAs for twenty. years. You've been playing League of man. Legends for thirty years, you old old fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, I I do think like if I was going to change the system, I would just make it so like there is a lot more numbered slots, just because it would cause there to be less of a build up below. There still would be a build up. Let's just say if you made diamond plus all numbered slots, like. Uh, like master is the next like five thousand or whatever. Then diamonds like the uncapped kind of what current master is. Ever it would start building up in plat where plat would be like this inflated elo. Um, but it would be like less inflated because there's more slots above it. But either way, it's like it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I think? I think if you complain about anything in League of Legends, if you if you type to anyone about League of Legends and it's negative, you instantly lose three LP or a finger, whatever you'd prefer. Yeah, whatever you'd prefer. Honestly, the finger would lead to like more LP loss, probably. Yeah, so maybe just the mm-hmm. LP loss. And don't dodge next time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Hey, that's uh, the bi-weekly discussion. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to quickly talk about LCS playoffs and then the dark age of LCS? Yeah, let's do it. Um, LCS playoffs so- <laughs> happened this weekend, and uh, EG looked like shit, and I was wrong. I thought EG was going to turn it around, and then they got fucking just shit Yeah, they on. got blasted by GG. Uh, by uh, Golden Guardians. So Golden Guardians is going to be playing um, FlyQuest. FlyQuest, because C9 3 0 FlyQuest. They also looked yeah. really bad. Uh, and the winner will play uh, Cloud9. And the winner of FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, goes to MSI with Cloud9. And I am super not excited for msi anymore at the beginning of the season dude i was like dude flyquest and cloud9 look like they can make a fucking splash at msi yeah then and then now, all of a sudden mm-hmm. flyquest ain't, ain't gonna make a splash golden guardians <laughs> ain't gonna make a splash cloud9 don't maybe. isn't gonna make a maybe splash. even like they, dude the, they're fucking it's crazy that they three owed flyquest and in all three of those games they threw away soul point by doing something dumb as shit like 30 seconds before it's small <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, um, NALCS just needs to go full, like, WWE route and stop trying to be competitive and just get really into the gimmicks. Like, I've they, said they that show for up so at, long. Right, yeah, they just, like, show up at MSI and Fudge walks over and just starts, like, kicking over monitors and, like, flipping the Korean players out of their chair. Oh, wait, <laughs> I don't actually mean, I don't actually mean, like, like they should wrestle. I mean, they should just script the entire thing. Oh, I thought you meant like everyone should have like, have like gimmicks. Like every team has to have a one trick on their team who always gets to play their character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no. Really I, cool. I, I just want it to be goofy, right? Because like, we're not, if we're not going to be competitive, at least it can be fun. Yeah, like I just yeah, it should be like yeah, it, it should be like goofy, but everything ev- like every match is scripted. Like, oh my god, I can't believe Double Lift like got a pentakill at the very end. Like he he saved the Nexus and won the game. Like that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I I want I want that storyline, but like right before that happens, like Double Lift dies and he's like he's pissed off. He like he throws his mouse across the arena. And it hits a member of the audience, but then he takes off his hood and it's Aframu, and he hands him a golden mouse to replace it, and then he gets a pentakill. Whoa. Yeah, that's really cool, that's actually. Cool. 
Um, but yeah, fucking playoffs are finishing up this weekend. And then the other bit of news is that uh, it sounds like TSM and CLG are both um, selling their LCS spots. Boo. Um, I think this is not good. <laughs> no, is, I would. <laughs> it is weird that like agree. the perspective of like, so TSM gets the rumors like, we're fucking downsizing. We're probably going to like be pulling out of some stuff. We're going to expand into CSGO. Um, they didn't specifically say they're going to move out of uh, LCS, but it's heavily implied that they're going to sell their spot. Um, mm-hmm. And the reception was fuck TSM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day later is CLG is almost certainly confirmed moving out of like esports, And the response was, Oh my God, this is like this one is of the so worst sad. things to happen. <laughs> yeah. I uh, am very he- thankful that I said nothing negative about TSM while that happened. Dude, um, fucking <laughs> monkey's paws. <curl. laughs> um, but yeah, I would say, I would agree with you that uh, if you're like two of your, your more flagship orgs, I won't say like, I like iconic or biggest or whatever. Cause I don't think that's true anymore. Um, but like, if you're a fan of the LCS, you are like at least aware of these two orgs. Um, and to have them both like selling their spots is probably not good. Um, I don't think it's like all doom and gloom, like quite yet. Um, like a, a, some other people have mentioned. Um, but I, I think it is for me. I don't, I don't foresee myself walk, like watching the LCF, LCS, LCS if CLG isn't in it. Um, and I know that's a little weird championing a fan of like a, an esports org versus like the players on it. Um, but I don't know. That's just, I don't watch play, any games that aren't CLG any, anyway. Like play or the playoffs, clip. I guess. Play the clip. What's the clip? Um, let me do my best snake impression. I think I'm going to try to watch all the LCS games this season. So, I mean, I've done a really good effort of watching all of the LCS games like this, this particular season. I, I mean, like in general, I don't watch a lot of LCS games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, man, like it, it's weird. I, uh, I hope this revitalizes the LCS. I definitely don't like wish them to do poorly or anything like that. Um, but it's, uh, probably just not a good sign if, if that's happening, you know, like yeah, it, imagine, it, imagine we see like G2 fanatic pull out of LEC. Yeah, I think that's like a, a good comparison. It, it is really odd for the scene, and, and I think it, it is potentially problematic with like how the economy has been going lately and continues to trend. That like maybe this is going to also mean like other teams pull out or sponsors pull out, and like that's not good for the health of the LCS. It's also really weird seeing these like organizations that like exist because of league of legends right mm-hmm. like tsm the corporation and clg the corporation do not exist without league of legends like at this point it is not their sole revenue stream it is not you know maybe their primary revenue stream but it's like but their initial cre- initial creation yeah right like it's yeah. and, and i mean like it, it has definitely happened in the past but it's like it's very weird if like you were to look at like Ford Motor Company like a hundred years from now and all they make is refrigerators. And you're like, mm-hmm. wait, I thought this was a car company. Like I thought this was a, a League of Legends organization. <laughs> Put some stank no, no. on that car. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do think like TSM is in a better spot. I I um I think that their like brand is bigger. But um I think they've talked about moving into um uh, CSGO. CSGO when it comes out um, but I 
This is probably like yeah, but they they're only CLG. ever allowed to send one player down mid. Yeah, it sounds like CLG's <laughs> full true. pulling out of like all esports. Yeah. Well, at least like we know for a fact they're pulling out of fighting games, which they literally signed Magi and which fucking is super Cody, sad. Uh, like a month ago. So and Cody won a championship this weekend, right? Yeah, like their fighting game team is really good. Yeah. Um. So the it's and like the fact that he yeah, yeah I didn't listen to his stream because he's like streaming right now. But I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was like literally bad news about uh I need to find a new org. He also tweeted at Mr. Beast saying, "Hey, you want to uh sign me? I can. I promise I can win championships and eat feastable." <laughs> oh, um, was it? Was it Cody said that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cody. Did. That's so funny. Um. But I don't know. Like, it also, like, just just for context, the other rumors are that it sounds like. Uh, also immortals and dignitas are also trying to sell um and then there's also rumors that um other teams are also trying to sell if they got the right price they're just like not as like interested Ooh. um and i mean fucking dude it's crazy that like a year ago golden guardians and FlyQuest would have been the teams i would expect to sell like first um and golden Guardians seems like one of the most esports invested teams i've ever seen <laughs> yeah they're they're insane and um i mean it, it helps when you have you know nba sponsorship i don't know if they still do but at least initially yeah they you know do. that's a good that's a that's a good baseline to to go off of but i can't uh, wait hey, for Mr. Turns out, to buy every lcs team true i mean like i i do think i so aiden and i were talking about this i don't necessarily think like um so it sounds like clg is being purchased the like in the entire brand is going to be gone and i don't necessarily think like replacing that brand with like a a bigger org is going to help any lcs um but i do think like i do think if mr beast has a chance to buy Mm -hmm. a team like viewership would like skyrocket yeah i mean i think the conversation we had was kind of interesting because it's currently sounding like nrg is going to purchase their spot Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if nrg is planning on purchasing their entire brand or just i think they're i think it was said they're trying to they're trying to purchase their league of legends vertical and then not buy any other parts of clj i think was what i read i could be misquoting that though um and then NRG is in theory a bigger org than CLG, not by like a ton. Um, I'm not sure. If but CLG is not a very big org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what NRG's YouTube does because like the biggest thing that I like keep I think is fucking crazy is these like these teams buy an LCS slot for ten million at the like in 2013, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say twenty million today's currency, right? And they fucking produce content that gets 500 views on YouTube, man. That's yeah, fucked, it's man. Sad. It's crazy mm-hmm. that we can produce a video like us and we can get the same number of views easily, right? Yeah. I can make a fucking mm-hmm. Jeopardy like video and we can get 500 views on it. It's just fucked that like CLG, like, and it's not just CLG. It's every single org other than like fucking, uh, let me look at the orgs. Uh, Hunter Thieves gets like decent views. Cloud9 gets decent views. Team Liquid um, probably gets good views. Team Liquid gets all right views, and TSM gets all right views. Mm-hmm. But fucking FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, Immortals, Dignitas, CLG, EG, all get, like, sub-1,000 views on every video they produce. FlyQuest is starting to turn it around a little bit because they hired, like, Ovali and some other people. But, like, dude, it's fucking crazy that you can spend $20 million on an LCS plot and get 500 views on fucking YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's pretty wild. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, I've heard that like CLG is going to play in the summer, probably like under NRG ownership mm. and they'll like rebrand after that. Um, but I, uh, I suppose we'll see, um, how it goes. Energy gets good video uh, views on all their videos, by the way. Like they have, oh, uh, good. I'm looking at like their channel right now. They have like a Valorant, a Rocket League. Um, they have like a, a channel for like all their main games and they all get like hundred thousand issues, like a video, which nice. isn't like crazy, but it's not like fucking LCS getting 500. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, uh, th- maybe there's a chance that, you know, it does like do super well in the, uh, in the league scene. 
I mean, it's just nice. the conversation of like, uh, like the main thing I was trying to bring up to Nick was that like I think no matter what, a most orgs that come and have a following will bring more new fans to LCS yeah. than CLG had people who are only watching because of CLG. It's just where is that point and is energy further enough on that line compared to like Mr. Beast obviously being the furthest thing his views videos get 100 million views he definitely will bring no matter what more views than CLG would provide it's just is energy enough and I think maybe but maybe not <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see I, ho I hope they do well for sure um I'm just not sure like if I'll be supporting the LCS mm -hmm. then but maybe uh maybe it'll be a better product and I'll, I'll get sucked back in hell yeah so we'll I think see. it's been fun to watch the season, at least. Yeah, it's 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 been a pretty entertaining season. I feel like there's been, um, outside of like, Dig and Immortal, I think every other team has been competitive at some point in the season. Um, so it's uh, it, it's definitely been like fun to watch that aspect of it. It, it really we, felt like it was Cloud Nine, FlyQuest, and then like, sort of everybody else. Yeah. Do we want to have a quick like, minute discussion on the whole Gabby thing? Yeah, so I I don't know much about it, but I um I do have like strong feelings. Yeah, because like I guess the the main point that is newsworthy is that Captain Flowers is casting both the uh, losers final and the grand or winners yeah losers final and the grand finals match. Uh, he's the play by play caster for LCS. Um, the other play by play casters are Rafa, who is like a challenger scene caster, and then Gabby, who is Latigris is now renamed to Gabby as her like mm -hmm. uh to go by. Um. And it, it's off of the back of, this is pretty obvious that she was going to cast one of the two sets and then has either herself stepped down or been told to step down because she, I mean, the reality is her casting was not very good. Um, it's just the fact that I think people are way, I still do fucking 100% believe that people are way more hard on her because she's a woman than like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. than other things. Because um, I, I personally believe that a lot of the challenger casters they've been trying haven't been very good either. Um, her casting was fucking awful in the Cloud9 series uh, versus yeah. CLG. Um, but like, I, I and I'm going to parrot, parrot, parrot a little bit of uh, Monty Thorin's uh, opinion because I, I do think that they said it pretty well is that LCS has kind of been fucking her though. Like, she has done every single job on, like, LCS. Like, interviews, casting, analysis, all this stuff. She just needs to fucking do casting, right? Like, why the fuck is she not just doing one thing and then getting good at that thing? She doesn't have enough, like, reps. Like, she does cast Challenger Series games. I have seen her on the, um, like, LC, uh, not LCS, um, the Challenger League broadcast or yeah. whatever, like, casting. Mm -hmm. But, like, the reality is she just... She can be good at it. She obviously has some level of like on air, like personality talent. She just doesn't have the number of games to like do it well, right? Like it seems like she's almost like reading off a script. Um, and I think it's kind of LCS's fault, like kind of throwing her to the wolves. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely don't think she's as bad as like um, everyone is like making her out to be. Um, I, I also don't think the rest of the LCS cast is like as good as other mm -hmm. people, I think, think. Um, I mean, I have a, you know, a, a appreciation for like Captain Flowers as a play by play and like Kobe as a color commentator. Um, but like, do I think they compare like positively to um, like Monty and Doa used to or Atlas and oh, I can't remember his name now. Um, whoever uh, else does the LCK. Velde, Velde, I can't remember what his name either. Uh, I know who you mean though. Valdez? Yeah, Veld is it Valdez? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I understand that, like, 
the LCS as a as a product has a, in my opinion, a lower quality of like casting, which is fine. Like I I, I listen to games with the cast on and things like that. Um, but I also don't want to pretend like like Gabby is the weak link that is like bringing down the entire production when like you know I think there is a pretty obvious correction or um like things to be improved upon for everyone um that is like on the na like talent side of it um and 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 not just like uh gabby you know by herself yeah i mean i I think like for example her actual the things that she says if like the biggest thing about a playcaster that freak was always probably the best about out of like any playcaster is you can watch the game with the screen off and know what's happening right Mm -hmm. that is a Mm -hmm. very important talent to have as a playcaster that being said she's getting flamed for the shit that fucking every other playcaster in the world fucking does the people like like uh even i was like it's always funny like she like does stuff like berserker is pop pop popping off or like uh luger is uh she had like some dumb comment about luger right it's like like almost color commentary that's like goofy and kind of like a little cringe and people just fucking light her up for that but imagine if captain flowers says it he captain flowers says tons of shit like that dude freak i fucking lost it Mm -hmm. at worlds like freak said like and faker adds another skull to his fucking (laughs) throne of dead fucking people that he's slain he's so fucking (laughs) sick the demon king (laughs) like people are like oh he's so good and it's like no that's that's just as cringe and that's that's part of like i think just play play casting in a nerdy video game is like you say cringe shit that's kind of like hype when you like scream it and but dude she will get fucking ruined when she says shit like that even though Mm -hmm. every single play play caster does i think yeah she has tons of fucking issues with her calling dragon um taken by cloud nine when it's 50 percent health and clg's taking is fucking awful right you can't do shit like that her saying that clg went four for oh when it actually was a two for two fight is is not good it's not acceptable at that level but dude people fucking flaming her for like the weird color commentary shit that she does is is just actually just purely because they don't like her like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean inaccuracies are one thing like that is obviously something that isn't good because because it's just wrong but like her flavor is fine. It's it. It's like I, I would say on par with everyone else. Um, if, if you like remove the name and just read the like the line straight up, like it's not different than yeah, Faker with that. Which like even in the moment was super super cringe. I think like was that one that we were like watching live or was that um, I think it was live like, yeah. before. I I don't know if it was like the finals or if it was like v- like very close to the finals or something, but like. I, I no I, I don't think it was because I think I was watching it on like on my bed and immediately typed like that was the most cringe thing I've ever heard in my life or something yeah like I, I I don't know it's 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 so weird and I feel like there's like this like misogyny almost like right under the surface that uh, uh of like league that we can't like talk about and yeah people don't like being called it, out for stuff right like yeah and, and like I I understand like if you have legitimate criticism for like aspects of her casting. I don't think, I mean, I, I'm not a big Azale fan, but I know that a lot of people do like him. Um, but it, it's like, you, you need to have like constructive criticism and not just like, boy, she sucks. You know, I, I'm glad she's not casting this. Like I hate her. Like it, It's just like, I don't know. It's not helpful comments. It's just so harmful to like any improvement whatsoever. 
Yeah, I, I found it because I, I like it's, it's during fucking semifinals and Freak's casting, and I, I literally type, "Holy shit, Freak cat, Freak cast makes me embarrassed having playing on TV." Because I was like watching it, and then he he says, and I quote, "The unkillable demon king rebuilds his throne with the skulls of his enemies." Yeah, um, so and, uh, and Kennedy's like, "What the fuck did he just say?" <laughs> like, and uh, and then someone in our Discord, I, I'm not gonna call him out here, uh, says actual base cast from freak and like quotes it <laughs> like dude, if if she said that man, oh my god yeah exactly like there's just there's just no way that that's received positively and and it it it's hard to uh, attribute it to anything except for she's a woman you know yeah like maybe, maybe that's not the case maybe it's like she's delivering it poorly or i i don't know i i'm not like i i don't buy that necessarily but I don't know. There's definitely some underlying like misogyny there, whether it's intentional or unintentional. Um, The reality is she definitely is not good enough to cast LCS um, and she just needs more work to do that. And hopefully she does it. I hope so too. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Um, want to talk about round table. table. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Let me open this up. Uh, so last week's question was, uh, you're feeling burnt out of league. What other games do you play? Slash, what have you been playing? From our Twitter, Randy said Tekken, uh, Dead by Daylight, Hunt Showdown. Uh, Ness Ejo said Curse of the Dead Gods. Most And most recently, Monster Train come to mind. Uh, Z- Zaniac said Diablo 4, but they closed the beta. And then Rusty Monkey said Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, and then from our Discord, I just pulled one. He's my favorite fucking comment out of all of them. There's like a hundred, by the way. People like playing other stuff in the league. It's from fucking Dan. He goes, I really like playing Friday Night Funkin' Mods and No Build Fortnite re- <laughs> more recently. I think I might actually be 12 years old. Shout out to the 12-year-old's taste in games. That's so funny. Uh, that's really, really good. Um, cool. <laughs> this week's question is, what is your favorite and least favorite ultimates in League of Legends to use slash play versus? Very, very simple question. Oh, to use versus... So are there four just any, like, not, you, for Just like anything. Just like you can throw them out. Like just if you have one that you like really sticks out to use or to play against or to... Gotcha. Uh, not, you don't like using it or you don't like playing against it, you know? Uh, I think my favorite to use is Samira ult. Um, Mm. I think the, like, I think it's just so well done. Like you have to build up to it. And when you do like you fly in, you do a ton of damage. You probably just fucking die because you're a squishy AD carry. Um, but occasionally just like, like occasionally everything goes well and like you hit a pentakill on it and it's like, it's so sick. I had a, an Aram Penta, which like doesn't count like a huge amount. Mm -hmm. Um, but it just felt so good. Like dashing across everywhere and you know, maybe ulting twice or something like that, perfectly building up your combo and, you know, popping off after they've used CC or something like that. That is, uh, I think, super fun. Not fun, yeah. Olaf ult. <laughs> True. We already um, talked about it. <laughs> yeah. I think I have one that, like, fits into my favorite and least favorite for playing as and playing against. Ooh, um, okay. Just because, like, in theory, I could just say Tom Kench is a favorite to use because I really like it. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I think Mordekaiser ult creates some of the yeah. most interesting dynamics in the game sometimes more just really strong and has rallies and he ults you and you die no matter what how, however it goes um and mm-hmm. you're like fuck that ult's cringe but like the more and more recently i've been playing into mordekaiser it's like okay i know he wants to ult me here so i'm gonna set up near a wall so that when he ults me i can immediately jump over the wall and he has to walk all the way around it or flash it to get to me or when i'm <laughs> playing it's it i really like the idea of like using it to like take away the jungler from dragon to baron fights i like the idea of just cc'ing someone for seven seconds in the death death realm um i i, I think there's so many cool interactions and gameplay moments that his ult sends up uh sets up uh, outside of when he's just super fed and just kills someone immediately um his ult's so fucking good for the game though. i love it yeah, I think um the animations with it are really cool too. Like yeah. the the different skins and the effects that they have. I mean the city like scape that he that he spawns in his uh is that project 
skin. Yeah, project. It's like yeah. super sick. It's so cool. Yeah. How about you, Colton? It's it's tough. There's a lot that I, as I'm looking through, like for me, most of them are like big team fight ultimates. Yeah. Um, as I'm going through, I mean, like I, I think probably like just one of the most fun abilities to use in the game period is pike alt mm. um right because you get to like hit it a bunch of times and like the the potential is so high um but there is something to me also really satisfying about just like landing a good mf alt where it's like one of the few characters where you like push a button and then actually do nothing for three seconds Mm-hmm. right you just like sit there and like watch your your one good click pay rewards um ones i hate playing against fucking like lissandra alt is so frustrating to play against hmm. hate it why, why would you say that because it's like in, in just like the the immunity like yeah like the the untargetability at, and it doing still like a ton of damage or when like lissandra is played by like a good player where she just point and click like hard cc bursts you not mm. fine she's kind of like like a, a weird fiddlesticks when played at like high elo where she comes yeah. from a weird angle that you're not expecting jumps into the middle of your team fucking alts herself so she's untargetable does a billion damage then she comes out all while well, you're all waiting there to kill her and then she has stopwatch as well mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this character mm-hmm. yeah you know what? i'm gonna i'm about to say it i'm gonna say zillion alt for at least fun to play Dude, zillion's a good one yeah <laughs> oh for sure it's very anti-fun yeah <laughs> hey, hey, as Aiden He's an has pointed out character. As as Aiden has pointed out, the fun in League is transactional. I can only have fun if I'm taking fun from someone else. And if I'm playing Zillion, I'm taking so much fun from everyone Fair else. Fair enough. I've highlighted this in the Discord, but I do believe Zillion is the like antithesis of fun. Every single ability he has is unfun for another player. What, what's the worst answer that someone can give like, like if someone like now that we're saying it like it doesn't really count but if someone in our discord like said my favorite ultimate of the game is empowering karma's uh w like we can just kick them right my favorite ultimate of the game is malzahar my favorite <laughs> ultimate like is turning into a spider <laughs> when i'm elise yeah oh yeah i don't think i don't feel like like transformation characters should count yeah but um, i don't know yeah, I don't know. Like, I love using Rizal. <laughs> That's yeah, a pretty I understand good that. one. Cool. You're, you're a fucking loser if you're like empowering Karma's W to heal yourself. Like t- <laughs> tank top Karma. Yeah. Uh, um, cool. Uh, if you want to tell us what ultimates you are your favorite and least favorite to play uh, and use, play versus and use, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeakCast. Send us an email, mail at LeakCastPodcast.com or come into our uh, Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg slash LeakCast. Hell yeah. We're moving into mail fight. We've got three emails, so hopefully we'll get to them all. The fir- Excuse me. The first one's from Dippy. As a, uh, a discussion from the past episode made me think about a Reddit post that I believe strongly. I apologize for the length of the following. In multiplayer versus games, League of Legends, Dota, CSGO, Street Fighter, etc., you should be able to enjoy the game while winning and losing. If you play in a ranked queue for that game, you should be enjoying it even when your ranked number isn't getting better. If you are miserable unless you're winning, you have problems. It's normal to get excited about winning and have uh, have a better time when you win, but you should be enjoying it when you play the game, period. You should be enjoying the uphill battle that still results in a loss. Sometimes you'll get streamrolled, and yeah, that's it's fine if 
that's not fun. It makes sense that if your opponent is doing so well that you aren't getting an opportunity to participate yourself, you might not have a good time that match. But if you're playing a match where you have agency and you aren't enjoying it, there's something wrong. Uh, there's something wrong with the way that, you, that you're approaching the game and you need help. And don't kid yourself. In a vast majority of match-made games, you have that agency. Seek therapy because you are holding yourself hostage, Dippy. True and based. based. <laughs> Thank you, Dippy. I, uh, I think that's a really good perspective to have. It's a video game. Have fun playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next email from Man Mannington. Hey, guys. From what Aiden was talking about this week, I thought I'd share my story. and Maybe it'll help someone else. I don't know. I have a very addictive personality. I used to battle with a pretty bad drug addiction, but now it's just weed and alcohol and I'm managing. Uh, And for the last five years, I've been doing the van life or trekking. Both were incredibly lonely. Uh, And since League only requires a mediocre internet connection, and I basically lived in various parking lots, it was the perfect game for (laughs) me. I would take breaks and play lots of Legends of Runeterra, but I've always needed something to fill up the void from trying to quit another addiction. Whether it's replacing opioids with beer or League with Legends of Runeterra and Elden Ring, I was miserable, but I got into a habit, cycle, bubble, or whatever you want to call it, that felt like it was impossible to break out of. Then a few months ago, I decided to go back to school, and I'm light years better off mentally, physically, and emotionally. I think saying fuck it and throwing myself into a completely different environment forced me to develop new habits and thought processes I didn't have before. I'm still very much an addict. I still play too much League and get toasted more than I should, but it's more manageable now. I have new hobbies, new responsibilities, a new schedule, and even a new wonderful, amazing girlfriend. And maybe if you feel stuck and you can't force yourself to stop playing League or some other thing, rather than continuing down the road, try making a radical change in your life. The little checkpoints like I'll only play two games a day or I'll only smoke a gram a week don't work, didn't work for me and maybe they haven't for you. Maybe going cold turkey won't either, it didn't for me. For me, it was a huge environmental change that forced me to make changes, which also affected my addictions. I'm not perfect at all, but I feel like a regular ass person now, which helps a lot with managing my addictions. Anyway, I'm not a therapist or anything, but if any of y'all wanna reach out on Discord, uh, I'm Man Mannington. Also, I've played about 20 games of Karthus Mid and won 16 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I run Dark Harvest Presence of Mine and Last Stand, and it feels incredibly strong. Over half of these games, I've done two times more damage than the second most player, and only two of these I haven't done the most damage because I inted. Sorry, Aiden, I used the word wrong. <laughs> uh, I start tier and rush Night Harvester or Leandries into Shadow Flame, then Death Cap, and only finish the tier at fourth or fifth item. The ASL matchup is beyond easy. Setting up for ganks is easy with your wall. Farming is a joke. And then you always have Karthus R. Uh, and no, I don't sell do the sell items exploit anyway. Sorry for the thesis paper. Have a good one, Man Mannington. Hell yeah, that's a good way to uh, approach the game. Um, it's it's really funny to say that you could play League on a parking lot internet connection, <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, yeah, Karthus build good. I think Karthus is really really good right now, especially like in a solo lane if you're able to like survive some of the harder matchups. Definitely, yeah. I don't know how necessary the tier is i don't really think you run out of mana but i also don't yeah. think it matters too much um but i i definitely think like the the overall you know idea here of like changing up your environment changing up your routine or if like you know that you get hooked on on things you know as a very general thing like you're an addictive personality or you're really engaged in things and like takes over is like try and 
shift those things for the positive, right? Like there's a huge difference between someone who's like addicted to League of Legends and someone who's like addicted to going to the gym. One of those people is a lot better off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, he's saying he's like addicted to going to school, but I think that like that's something you can sink a lot of time and energy into and it's, you know, a lot more beneficial to you than, hey, look, my LP number is high. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's also something to be said for like putting yourself in a harder situation to like force yourself to be um, like a better person, like going back to school and working full time and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, hey, props to you for doing that. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, our last. Oh, sorry. We have four emails. Sorry. Um, our next one's from Quacka, pronounced Quacka. Uh, and he has one question or they have one question. Do you believe there is a large skill floor difference between regions? I say this because most videos of low ELO league. I watch are from NA servers or EU West. I play in Oceania, Oceania bronze to iron. And I swear a lot of my iron players are better than the silver in the other regions. Also, if you ever think you're at your lowest of league, just knows, just know what happens to other people out there. Um, and it's going to take a couple games to shake off quacka. Mm, I don't think there's much difference. Like if we're being honest, just compare percentiles and it's going to be similar, right? Like the percentile of people are going to end up being the same. Like it's like the reality. Yeah. I think like maybe there's an argument to be made for like higher ELO. Mm, But I still think like if you're like rank top 10 on like NA rank top 10 on NA is still going to be as competitive. You know what I mean? As rank top 10 on like EU, right? You could argue maybe the entirety of challengers, maybe a little bit easier on NA than EU, but like, yeah, exactly. Overall, percentage-wise, you're probably going to get similar results. I, yeah, I think it's pretty close. Like, population and the competitiveness of the server definitely matters. Like, I I, I do think it's pretty safe to say that, like, rank 100 Korea, like, could probably hit rank 1 NA or EU. Mm-hmm. But they also could probably hit rank 1 Korea if they really went ham on it. Like... I, and I, I think it's it's less applicable to the lower levels of the game. Um, I, I also think that one of the biggest reasons you're going to see this is like, you're, you know, you're talking about seeing videos and like those are going to highlight the worst of the worst, right? It's like, yeah, you're only look seeing at the this worst case hilarious scenario. bronze foreplay where it's like, yeah, those shenanigans happen, but like that's not every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that like if you're a, a pretty like consistent bronze to iron player, um that like you're gonna have a huge like winning streak and and go to like silver or gold or whatever in just because you play in a different region um i think that's a little uh silly i think they're they're pretty comparable in that in that regard cool yeah thanks quacka uh final email from large dad oh god uh ski diddly my lively lads it's time for your weekly dose of comedy and dopamine so strap in and hold on to your lp because this one is going to knock your socks off we recently discovered that my grandpa is addicted to viagra no one's taking it harder than (laughs) me and seen large dad (laughs) good night everyone yeah yeah thanks for listening to league cast uh thank you to all of our sponsors um to everyone who supports the show all the corporations and families thanks to my mom for listening loved ones yeah (laughs) um thanks large dad uh thanks to everyone else for listening you can 
send us an email mail at leadcastpodcast.com you can watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash king blue basket and leadcast frost tweet at us at leadcast on facebook we're leadcast visit our website leadcastpodcast.com so uh join our discord server discord.gg forward slash leadcast and finally support us on patreon patreon.com slash leadcast thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week goodbye bye bye, bye.